Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Potter. You gotta put some gravy on that. Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Laugh Button Network, thelaughbutton.com. Today's guest is a rare bird, a comedian, actor, writer, born, raised right here in New York City. Not only does she do stand-up, but she is now best known for her big-time podcast, We're Having Gay Sex. Welcome to Pride Month, listeners. Ashley and her podcast have been mentioned in People, Forbes, Us, Weekly, Out, and was named 2020 Best Comedy Podcast by Paste Magazine. That's no joke. She is, and I can't believe this, Carnival Cruise Line's first openly gay comedian, and that's only because Neil gets sick on cruise ships. It's Ashley Gavin. Woo! Woo! Hey, what an intro. You like that? Incredible. Thank you. Neil isn't gay. I just want to make that yeah. really gay. But he is a gay, <laughs> but he is a gay maker. Nobody knows this, Ashley. Gay, well, people gay do. tendencies. Gay tendencies. Well, no, no. Your high school girlfriend's gay now, right? Uh, yeah, quite a few. <laughs> and then Bethel, Neil's significant other. Also, every boyfriend. It was like a joke for a while, right? Yeah. Every boyfriend's now gay. Yep. How many? Like five. Mm, I think like four in a row. Yeah. So there you go. Perfect. Wow. Impressive. Yeah. (laughs) So if you need somebody turn, let me know. Um, So you were born and raised in New York City and I'm doing that with my daughter, Bertie. So how how is that? Sum that up for us real quick. Oh, I think I don't think you're a normal human. I I think you just you're a fundamentally fucked up person. But I it's also good because I think I think I think there's like a certain naivete that i see in people who come to new york they get very overwhelmed they you know they're they always talk about what a horrible place new york is and i do think you build in some resiliency i saw my first flasher when i was 11 so <laughs> see i i think that that's exactly what you're saying i think they grow people kids in new york grow up real fast like they when if you took a kid from new york city and sent him to college those kids were just like you know, w- w- dealing with kids from like Long Island and, and all these places, it's just, they're like, they're so unsavvy. It's like what they're still growing up and you grew up, you're done. You, you've got so much more. You've got Broadway in front of you. Like you say, you've got flashes in front of you. You've taken the subway, which you is meet petrifying people from all over the world, all over the world. You're, you're not exposed a f- to such a diverse community right. at such a young age. Right. You know? I think it's great. And, but also it's a little scary, like, you know, 14, you know, going on, you know, 35 at that point. Yeah. I think the compromise is that people, people always think I'm mean. Um, and maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just a bitch. I don't, I don't know. But every time I, I think it's a New York thing. And I think I'm also just allowed, like genetically I'm loud. My sister's very loud. My parents are very loud. That's, that might be a New York thing. It might be genetics. I don't know, but I think people just think that you're being mean when you're just communicating how you've been 
raised. Yes, that's how to I am. Right? Oh my See? God, nah, dude. Lenny's Neil, the light bulb. cry right now. The, He's so excited. <laughs> the, the light bulb <laughs> yeah, went on yeah. in Neil's head. Now he gets it. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, this is how we talk. Or it could be yeah, mean. And so, like, <laughs> that's going we talked about Hannah Burner together, yeah. you know, because your your wife is a fan. Yep. Hannah's a, a friend of mine, and I connect. Hannah's born and raised Brooklyn, yep. and I connect with her really hard. And I, you know, I think people find I, I don't remember i think people find us a little abrasive yeah but i find hannah to be one of the kindest people that i've ever met in my entire life <laughs> so I, I think i think there's just something about new york people that we we don't do the we don't do the oh hi hello oh, yeah. how was your day we just don't do that because there's no time. There's no That's time. So, exactly. It's so funny that you say that. So I worked in the Midwest. My first job was in the Midwest. I'm in a, a GM plant like from New York. And one lady would make me say Rockefeller Center all the time because I would have such a Long Island accent. I'd be like, Rockefeller Center. And she's like, ah, say it again, say it again. But also they were like every morning, hi, good morning, good morning. I was like, if one more person says good morning, I'm going to stab you in the face. Just get I, into it. I can't. When I've traveled down the east coast like do going in to just get subway or something i have had i i've practiced meditation for this moment of waiting in line <laughs> trying not to shoot up the starbucks while someone in front of me is ordering their seven ingredient drink and and oh my god yeah that but is the, the good thing about that is if we were never the people that are going to go back and tell you that we got our order wrong. I think real New Yorkers, yep. when when shit like that happens, we just move on because it's it's not the worst thing that happened to us that day. The worst thing that happened to us <laughs> that day is we saw we saw someone get hit by a bus and we just had to keep <laughs> going to work. You know, it's just those little things don't bother us. Oh, that's hilarious. Do either one of you have a tendency, like if you're, if you're traveling and you're walking down the street, like in a town or wherever, and there's a person come in and you're, you, do you feel like you have to say hi to that person? What do you mean? Like I, I They'll just say grew, hi to me. I, yeah. I grew up I in Texas. I feel like I had to say hi to people. Like no. when I'm walking past them, I'd be like, hello. No. And no, you guys don't have that tendency. Once if the person says hi to Bertie, when I'm walking by, yeah, I'll say, yeah. Bertie, you should say hello. But I'm not <laughs> saying hello. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to teach her a good thing. Forget it. You know, like I never say hi to any, I pick it right up. And then some, you know, apparently Gina in the morning, her parents, they would come downstairs, her and her brother would come downstairs for breakfast. And if they didn't say hello, he would march them back up, come back down the stairs and say good morning. So I broke, I, Gina's like, I would just, I get up and I just so break into you've never left, my day. Uh, you never left upstairs. Right, right, right. I would have never left. I would have just eaten up there. But I would, you know, the first part of our relationship was like, oh no, good morning. Uh, I just start right into it. And I'm like, no, I'm breaking you of this habit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I am not. I cannot. After all these years, just go into, good morning. Yeah, How well no, did you sleep? Okay. We just picked this, especially going to work. It would drive me. Yeah, it, I just saw you last night. It's different. It's to different. me, it feels disingenuous from people in the street because I understand that they think it's polite. But for me, I'm like, why the fuck would you have any interest in saying hello to me? <laughs> I, you, you don't. I, what can I give you? What is the transaction here? Yeah. I don't know you. You don't know me. We have no impact on each other's life. I don't mind a smile. Yeah. I don't mind a smile. But like <laughs> smile. more than that, it's just like. 
Well, that's what happened. It, it also hurt sorry. me worse to have like the mask on during the pandemic because I couldn't even give him the smile, Ashley. I would just give him the eyes. So I was smiling. <laughs> so you'd look like a freak. Everybody looked like a serial killer. You don't know if they're smiling or not. I can't get anything going. I, get, I had to do eyebrows. I was working on my eyebrow game. <laughs> Sometimes I would say, oh, I'm, if I was like, doing small talk i'd be like oh i'm i'm smiling and laughing it's it's like you're it's like this weird you're suddenly like almost like a a spectrum type asperger's type situation where you're like learning how to like socialize in this new (laughs) because you can't read any signs right yeah you know okay so so you have brothers and sisters correct yeah i have a younger sister i have i have three much older brothers so they're more more like uncles whoa three four so you have five kids grew up in manhattan Yes, but I was not. Uh, my my dad had a previous marriage, and uh, they were all raised mostly in Long Island. And then my father moved to I New see. York, and I was raised in the city. Wow. Wow. Okay. What did he do? What did he do for a living? My dad ran a business on a. It was like a small day trading company down in, on Wall Street. Oh, uh, we wrote a little thing called Day Traders <laughs> one time, really like sure. about that. Neil wrote. Neil's yeah. brother was in that business, and and he we wrote a little uh, pilot called Day Traders. Yeah. Very well received, and nothing happened. Um, <laughs> our careers, in a nutshell. Um, he was very. Uh, I was like, my dad is sort of like my. He was self. You know, he grew up. You know, his parents. You know, lower class, working class, and yep. he really made made his business himself. So he's a uh, like a role model to me. I you oh. know really respect it. And what about your mom? My mom, you know, my mom was a mom. It was like, it's so weird. It's like a different time. Um, but my mom is also an artist, uh, a painter, and uh, oh, very talented and just finally kind of broke through recently. She had some stuff in an exhibition. I think it was at Christie's. Oh, oh. Yeah. oh Neil's going to steal that painting. Like a, a second. I don't think you it, understand who you're dealing with. I'm a part-time art thief. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks it he can steal new, something. Yeah. I love my mom. It was like an emerging artist program. I know Christie sounds super fancy. I, not my mom. I, I love my mom. I think she should sell her paintings for a million dollars a pop, but she's not there yet, but you know, I it, it just shows that you can do any. You can start a new career. She started when I was a kid, so you can start a new career, and it takes time, but you can get there even later in your can life. She what kind of the, art? Yeah, can she paint, paint the fake Rothko for, <laughs> yeah. for Neil? That, for actually, it was all knockoffs. So uh, weirdest thing. She told <laughs> Christie's. She was like, you know, those stolen paintings, the yeah. scream and everything. <laughs> I I found them. I love a, I love a stolen. We I mean, love a, a stolen painting Yeah. No, what kind of art does she do though? She's all painting or sculpture. It's, a, it's like abstract. She's done some photography too. That's oh, like okay. abstract. Um, I, I'm not an expert in this at all. Okay. okay. So I'm butchering it, but yes, it's it's abstract painting primarily and some okay. photography. And where okay. did you where did you go to school? Oh, I hate this topic. Sorry, I to we'll go Dalton. quick. Uh, I went to the Dalton School. Ooh. Um, yeah, and, uh, you know, didn't really feel like I super fit in with the other families. Oh. My parents didn't go to college, you know, um, and, and everyone had, like, tutors. And they, the other kids, their families just seemed like they really knew how to play the game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, my, my family, I didn't have that so much. Um, so it was like weird, but I'm so grateful that for the education like that, I, you know, obviously. And so that set you up for what college Dalton school? I went to Bryn Mawr college. Oh boy. Here we go. There you, <laughs> Bryn Mawr. That must've been, now that was probably an education. 
Um, At one point, that was I mean, all girls, wasn't it? Yes. No, it's, it's a women's college. Yeah, it is. It's a college. Okay, so yeah. this was this is like your joke. Oh my God! So you're yes. lesbians galore. Yeah. <laughs> so you must have been, had like the most awakening awakening of all time. It was a super cool place. <laughs> I highly recommend. Yep. You know, obviously this is harder for boys because there are very few men's colleges, and they are not typically liberal the way women's colleges are. Um, I've performed at a men's college, actually. But I highly recommend, if you're gay, <laughs> coming out at a women's college is Easier. a piece of cake. Yeah. It's, it, was, it wasn't like I even came out. It was just like, I just, it was not a problem. It's it was, a class. Just, you just registered funny. for the class. Yeah, it, you get in the school just, and you're gay. It felt yeah. That's funny. so normal. And it was, I think I really took for granted at the time how easy that was because I didn't. I didn't know anything else. You don't get a BA, so, you get a GBA, a gay <laughs> bachelor of arts. Gay, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you, you get a LGBTQ, <laughs> that's what you get. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, it was wonderful. It was great. And a great education too. That's uh, awesome. Unfortunately, all of it was total waste, but I, I did oh. enjoy it while well, what I was, was there. It, what was it? What was your degree in? I, I majored in computer science. Really? Oh, what wow. I would have yeah. never have guessed that in a million years. That's sort of no, I was no a minor. No one would. I, I am an idiot. But I, <laughs> I, I worked at I worked at MIT, a lab at MIT after I graduated for a couple <laughs> of years. People love that fact. But that's a I great don't. fact. And were you doing yeah. stand up? Did you start doing stand up in college at all? No, not at all. I I really suppressed my dreams. You know. That's yeah. funny. I don't know Gay what came about. out, but comedy stayed in. Dude, yeah. comedy was way harder to, to wrap my brain around. Because yeah. oh, wow. gay, I didn't have a choice. Gay, right. I just, I had to, even though it was tough, obviously. I'm yeah. glossing over it. It was tough. But comedy, I I had a choice. I, I And I just didn't feel, I, I don't know, probably because of the gay, partially because of the gay thing. I just felt like a lot of shame growing up and like making mm-hmm. things about me. That's like a criticism of gay people all the time. Like, too much gay. Why are you so gay? Like, blah, blah, blah. Right. When, I think on the flip side, straight people don't realize how many times they implicitly they imply that they're straight without saying it. Whereas when you're gay, like it feels bigger. So I think my whole life I've sort of like, you know, tried to make things not about me. And and then finally, I was just like super depressed. And I was just I I was like, I have to get to New York. I'm going to live with my mom. I'm going to do try and figure out creatively what it is I'm supposed to be doing. And then eventually I found stand up. Great. So let me ask you two questions. We got to move on from this corner. One is, um, uh, what did you do before comedy with that? Obviously with that degree or whatever, did you went to work? Yeah, clearly. I, when I was at MIT, I worked at a national security research lab on biological and chemical defense projects, not weapons, but like, that's the first thing everyone thinks. Um, it, it, it was like a lot of, um, I worked on a robotics project. That was my big project. I, I worked on a robot that would go a semi-autonomous robot that would go into chemically or biologically contaminated areas okay. and essentially clean, not just clean the space, but kind of look for evidence, kind of figure out what's going on in this space. Oh my God. I want that robot. Every time Gina takes a shit, I want to send her in. <laughs> that robot needs to go in there. She's in there for an hour, figure out what happened. Was it the life cereal she <laughs> ate at 11 o'clock? 
Oh my lord, that's hilarious. It's a hundred thousand uh, dollars a pop, probably more now. This is like <laughs> oh, ten years shit. ago, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was super cool. You know what's so funny is it could do so many things. But trying to get this thing to open a doorknob, like turn a doorknob, was like, <laughs> it was uh. so, uh, it was painful watching the, the guy who operated it. I think it took an average of 12 minutes to open a door. It, it just like, it could do all these incredible things, but it could not open a, a freaking uh, door. Oh, that yeah, amazing. when do we get the day-to-day robots in like they're, our they're apartment? Wor- no, no, they're getting them. Is that they're, those now? are the hardest very tasks yeah. because everything we've created is meant to be the hand and the thumb. You know what I mean? And yeah. It's just uh, so hard to create uh, something that um, can imitate that. It's, it's it's actually incredibly complicated. The opposable um, thumb. Yeah. That's the big one. Yeah. That's um, why my dad's staying alive because he thinks that he's going to have one of those ex machina. That I have <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, I'm living till I get that robot in my house. He's not only playing for the robot, he's playing for the hot robot. <laughs> he loves <laughs> that nice. robot. They have those. Those are those you don't need the thumb as much unless you're really doing something well, special. That's what, well, that, that's what I'm saying. The, the ro- that's what the, the first 20 years of robots were just guys trying to figure out how to have sex with them and now they're like all right we've moved every on time I call let's see my if we dad. get it to open the door <laughs> literally every the weird, time yeah. i think it, this is totally off topic but yeah. i think the secret is that all of the appliances and the way that our homes are built have to be more robot friendly right now they're human friendly right. so oh, you're not going to get point. your your perfect made robot until it's synced with Putting plates into a dishwasher, ah. that, that is, that is <laughs> crazy. A year. That yeah. is so robot unfriendly. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. So interesting. Yeah, yeah, just throw them away. Crack them over the – throw them out the window. <laughs> I only it. use paper. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about this. Please, come You're on. You're killing me. <laughs> I want a robot. <laughs> All right. Um, real quick, 30, 20 seconds. What's the dream gig? You got the podcast, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, you want a headline? You want to do sitcom? What's the dream gig for Ashley? Yeah, again? I wanna, I, I wanna write a comedy show that I star in. There that's, you go. That's the dream. That's TV. the dream. Yeah. Let's move on. There we go. Um, the second one we want to do today is Pride Month, since we have uh, one of our LGBT guests on. I want to be uh, do a little Pride Month. Oh, let's start, let's go uh, back in to what you were saying. You came, did you come out in college, or you came out? You knew in high school, or you came out? I knew in high school. I was secretly dating in high school, but oh, wow. not out. Um, much more common than you'd think. So many people are secretly gay. It's crazy, and they're dating. They're people gay people you should never trust them we can keep a secret like no one else (laughs) (laughs) i you know what i'm going to agree with that so many people i mean i i said this forever nobody was gay until at least the late 80s right (laughs) nobody was gay nobody i knew it was just like they were i was you know we talked about this in the car but i was like paul lynn charles nelson riley rock hudson maybe a little jagger yeah. bowie a lot of experimenters that you heard about you know it's like yeah no <laughs> what nah come on he's just funny my know, friend, just, he was my just friend funny. in college was gay yeah and i you, remember i you know uh, no, i caught him in new york oh yeah he caught him in new york years later yeah but he was coming to new york yeah and i i remember seeing i was down the street and he saw me yeah he almost had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was years later, though. Yeah. Um, is, is there an advantage growing up gay in New York City because of all the diversity and stuff like that? There has to be. I, it has to be easier. I think one of the ways that it's easier is I didn't have religion. And I think that that adds like a psychological toll to people that they think they're going to burn in hell. Uh, it's just a way to like add shame into the mix right. and guilt. And um, I 
I will say everyone's coming out process is really personal and god i'm gonna sound so corny but i've unfortunately been well trained over the past year from the podcast in this area um but it's coming out i think there's this notion that it's like supposed to be about everyone you telling the world and the world saying yay and if they don't tell you yay that means it was hard but i think the first the biggest thing is that it's for you to be able to say, I don't care what you think of me. I am gay and this is the life that I'm living. And I'm, I'm telling you because you need to know, not because I'm looking for your acceptance. So that to me is the most important part of coming out. And that varies from per- person to person. And there's almost no way to predict <laughs> what no matter where you've been raised, how much that's internally taken a toll on a person mm. that they feel like they can come out. Yep. But I do think the flip side of it is, People are able to come out younger and younger, especially in areas where their lives are not like totally dictated by like church and like those values. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to coming out to your family at a younger age, I do think living in a place like New York or L.A. has just made it easier for younger people to feel comfortable. So at the time, I still really struggled because when was it? Um. It was like 20, 2006, 2007. I'm sorry. Is that high school or is that college? Or, college. Yeah. Early college. Early college. Mm-hmm. I still struggled because I I didn't feel safe telling my mom. My mom is wonderful about it now. Like right. truly. But it took like a year for her to adapt. And I think it was just because there was just less gay representation. And I think she was like really worried that I was going to turn into like all the bull butch lesbians that she had seen on tv not that that's a bad thing (laughs) but like she didn't know me to be that person so and there was a lot less conversation around like gender like at the time i don't think people knew a lot about the differences between being gay and being trans Mm. so you know like the whole coming out process was much more vague and scary and i you know, there's no, she didn't know any lesbian parents. She didn't know any, like, right. have lesbian friends. Like, I, I think she felt like her whole life had been turned upside down because she had a vision for what my life was going to be. Well, that's what, that's that, the big one, right? That's the one you're fearing about. She has a vision of what her life, your life is going to be. And then it's yeah. gone. Yeah. That's yes. what and scares as a parent, you. you. You want the best for your child. So, like, while it's not rational with the whole gay thing, it is rational to be like worried about your kid. So the way that I explain it to people is like your parent is going to be mourning the loss of like a life that they envisioned for their child. Mm. And it's not necessarily right, but you kind of have to be empathetic to that point of view. And then once they're done mourning that, then the real relationship between you and your parent can like really begin and you can be totally open with them and um my mom has been fantastic since since we've been through that process she is you know she helps me through my breakups she loves my comedy she's like my biggest fan so i'm guessing your dad has passed away or oh yes my my father passed away when i was 11 that's kind of a big note in my life that I just <laughs> totally did <Okay>. not. <laughs> yeah, my dad died to... when I was 11. Yeah. Oh, man. That was like another reason why school was sort of weird. Not a lot of single parents, adult. And, right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. But that, I I don't know what how we got here. But, yes, I came out <laughs> in college. 
I just, I feel like I owe it to the listener to like describe what coming out really no, means. No, it's, uh, it's that's what coming out really means. It was great. Um, thank you. And th- did you ever think there would be this crazy parade of this? You know what I mean? Like it is insane now. It is blown up to something. Oh. I don't know what it was like. Tell me what it was like in 2006 in I New mean, York. I, it was there and like it was cool, but I always looked at it like why, even as a gay person. I had this like internalized homophobia where I was like, why would anyone want to do this? This is so freaking gay. This is the gayest. <laughs> also, it was like very geared towards men. You know, it was mm. just, it felt way more male to me and it didn't feel like something that I could be a part of, which is something that I don't love about the whole queer community. I think we need to be way more like have, it, having everyone in all the discussions. That, right. That's how I feel about it. That's why my podcast is a little different than other queer podcasts because mm-hmm. um, everybody is invited, included, including straight people. But, um, and when I say straight people, I mean, you've thought about it, but like, you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we'll but, get to um, that next. We'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the pride parade, I mean, now the big criticism is that corporations are, you know, sort of involved now and, stops slapping a pride flag on things right. like prove to us that you're doing things for the gay community internally um you know <laughs> maybe i'm just too old or maybe i'm cynical but i actually don't care that capitalism has forced corporations to appear gay friendly i think that's actually okay even i of course i want these places to have gay friendly policies and stuff like that like mm-hmm. Of course. But yeah, if we're going to bully people and I'm totally fine with like making it socially unacceptable to not be involved in pride. I'm like fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. that's good. I like, you know, that yeah, it should I mean, be corporate America's fully on board. Yeah. Corporate I mean, America loves this yeah. so, so hard. Um, they're ha- never going to get anything right. Totally. No. So it's sort of like if, if what we get means that some Trump dude in, walks into a Walmart in the middle of fucking nowhere and is confronted by rainbow flags, no matter how superficial that is, I think that's a win because it says to that dude, you have to look at this. You have to see this. You're probably right. Like, get over it. How do you feel about the they, them pronoun thing has taken off? This has bothered a lot of people. I truly, I don't, my friends, I have non-binary friends who use they, them, you know, it takes some time to adapt to because you're changing your grammar and that's a little bit harder than um, just a name change where mm. you don't have to change the whole. So I understand that people, um, you know, there's like a lot of within the queer community, there's a lot of making fun of people who can't seem to make the pronoun change. And within the straight community, there's a lot of people making fun of people insisting that they have their pronouns changed. I'm of the opinion, like, <laughs> this is not that big a deal. Can we all calm down? It's a simp- It's like very simple. And to me, uh, I, I, I kind of, I kind of get it. Like, I, I'm not a non-binary person, but I, you know, I'm an ally to the, their community. What do you think about this? This is the one where you're over my line. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm totally for any you do you do you, no problem. Don't don't influence my English. 
You know what I mean? This makes I'm not changing <laughs> People this. People are really. I'm not breaking on this one. Draw the line. You, this is where. Wait, I'm writing this bit. What do you think about this? So this is my bit, right? Okay, I'm not doing they them. I will just use that person's name, whatever they want to be called. So if now Sheila wants to be called Bob. Okay. Hey, is Bob coming? Are they are they coming to the barbecue? Bob is coming to the barbecue. Is Bob coming to the barbecue? That I actually Bo think that that is an easy way to transition into. I, I I don't think that's wrong because it's still reflecting their you know. Uh, yeah, what they want. It so it doesn't. Yeah. So my so thing will it, be yeah. Bob is coming to the barbecue and Bob is wearing a dress. <laughs> That's my job. Sure. Yeah. I think that. I <laughs> think okay. that. Will Bob yeah, still be I grilling? I don't know if Bob still grills. You know what I mean? I'm not going with the they. I don't know if they still grill. You know what I mean? It's just ridiculous. It's plural. I'm not judging. I'm not I budging. Here's where I do agree with you. <laughs> I don't enjoy the fact that it changes the grammatical structure of the sentence. Yes. Is, I wish we had a better word. Yes. Pick it. The, everybody will go with it. Figure it out. And you can't we say shim, apparently. <laughs> um, de definitely don't do that just as your representative queer here okay. if you're trying to avoid We're gonna, being canceled yeah. do not say shim I, <laughs> I would like to say this right now I, I'm, and I'm thinking this is going to be a thing too I dare you to cancel me off of this it's no you know what I mean there's a line and I think the Lenny, they them I, thing is on the uh, I'm not saying you in particular I'm saying the world take yeah. a shot at it they them I think that's the breaking point for a lot of people. Neil goes through this at school right but now. But if you if you say their name, that's fine. Yeah, following, say their name. I'll their call way. you by if the it, name you want to be called. Yeah, I think that that if it's difficult for you and it, it you know like using the name is fine. I do think as a society, for me, I've gotten used to it, so it's not something that like I struggle with anymore. But I will say like I do kind of it, it's almost like turning off and on a switch. Right. If I'm talking about someone who uses they them pronouns, I tend to talk about everybody right. with they them pronouns. Right. And and it's sort of like okay, obviously there's a part of the brain grammatically in the linguistic part of the brain that that it, it just and I see everyone kind of doing this and I, I do think it is a pattern some sort of something in the brain where it's easier to just stick to one format um, than another. So if we all just decide to use they, I'm fine with that. If we come up with a new word that's singular, I'm fine with that. I don't love making a big deal out of it because I don't think it's that big a deal. But like, <laughs> um, you know, that's just that's just where I. I, now, stand I don't think on it's that it. big a deal. I probably would do it if I wasn't corrected. You know what, what I mean? About, if, I don't want to be corrected for you, speaking good isn't English. You all the catch-all for everything. You all no, but you guys. Y'all, y'all is a great catch-all. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's See, not, I was that's shamed at because I grew up in Texas, that's so right. I came to New York and I was shamed for saying y'all. Now to you everybody. have to say y'all. <laughs> Congratulations. And so I switched to you in guys. New York, we say use guys. Yeah. 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 But here, somebody just told me this. Like you, somebody said guys. Hey, you guys, and then got heckled from the stage. Age because yeah. like it's like why is it you guys yeah yeah so, like, so oh my god I'm, you're so over my line now I'm back like, to you all. that one that one I'm less PC about yeah. the guys thing I'm less PC about because I think as a society we have accepted guys as a gender neutral term and as it, because it is a gender neutral term I know it's technically sexist because you can it's sort of like the term gay you can right. apply it to you know I say that I'm gay. 
I think it's weird that we have like a specific one for women, but I also understand like why it exists, but I prefer the term gay. And I, and I think like, I, I would love for guys to become a gender neutral term. That way, no one gets offended. That's awesome. just my feeling on it. Please, but- champion. Ooh, that's yes. a big one. This is good. I, I, I'm I just want to say this, wrapping up this segment. Go ahead. You can stay with y'all. You may have to at this point. Y'all. So you don't get fired. With an accent. Y'all. <clears throat> well, um, I, will say, I will say with guys, if you are, I understand that there are probably trans women who are more sensitive to it. Yeah. Um, and if that person requested that I not use guys, of course, I would, yeah. I would be like, I'd change it. But I think when people use it and it's not. Like, I don't, I just think when cis people, when like a cis woman does that, like, fuck off, fuck <laughs> off. You're not, you're not the targeted minority in this problem. I like, mean, don't I, do that. I think you have to be able to read from the other side that nobody's doing it on purpose. Don't try and change my behavior. If I go, hey guys, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm just using it like as a general, yeah. like, I don't think I need at this point to be corrected in life. I didn't mean anything by it. You know what I mean? It's, you got to kind of understand the. But I'll correct you. You will? You're going to correct me for I'm enjoying the challenge of the new thing. So oh, do you? I like, you like a challenge? I do like really? I mean, I think that you have to you have to uh, evolve. And so I right, mean, nothing bothers that. me. Oh, like no. I'm, we're, at, we're almost at the point where I'm like, I ain't calling them nothing. You know what I mean? I don't ever want to be those people. Of, uh, just in case any of my fans are here. You, <laughs> you know that I will always use your pronouns and I will use whatever words you want. There you to go. Me. And and I, I am open to the progress that we're making as a society. I am just uh, here to educate Lenny and keep him from getting. Kicked. If I say, I, if that's I say, what I, that's what I try to say. What what you said is what I just. If said. I say they, there you go. You're going to take care of me. Good. When if I have to say they, them, there, one. I'm going to say it with the cringiest cringe on my face. <laughs> it doesn't right bother to your me. face. Right, like you got you win. Whatever. You know, like okay. The <laughs> whatever the people them. want, <laughs> like it's gonna. Anyway, hurt. happy Pride Month, <laughs> happy Pride Month, everybody. Totally Just we, of course, are. we do. This is my number one. I don't care. <laughs> it's literally my Just so number you one. Know, Who cares what they do Just with to your be life? Clear, Lenny Just will do. be the first person to do they and them. No, I the whole time <laughs> he's totally. The, I'm not gonna be like super nice. You're super nice person on the inside. It's gonna be painful. All right, let's go to the. I didn't even get to my good gay pride question. What? Well, you didn't even get. Well, do we'll it. We'll do it He's, next time. Next time? Okay, we'll do Ashley next time. We're going to have to be. Uh, after next we get canceled, year, we're going to have. When you, the when apo- you fit me into your, your schedule <laughs> the, on, the, on the gay agenda. Yeah, next year. Next Once June. Next year, I get to talk. That's great. <laughs> Everybody's got a month, and then they're pissed they get a month. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't remember any, like, you know, where's Jew month? There's no Jew month. There's no Lenny month. Everybody gets a month, they're mad. Gay people mad. It's only in June. It's beautiful weather they're pissed uh february is black pride black, black month, history black history month yeah it's the shortest month how many times <laughs> you heard that joke like oh come on take my birthday month december you can have anything you want it's fucking freezing everybody hates it you're gonna get a month cost you a fortune you, uh, your month is coming it's coming yeah yeah i don't know I, you know i think it's probably like adar too the, <laughs> the jews have a second month that only comes it's like a leap month because of the calendar, <laughs> they it's get like that every month. Four you, years. Yeah, every yeah. four years you have to have a month. Could you imagine the kids with birthday the whole month? It's not just one day. <laughs> the, the nightmare. All right, let's do the third one. Podcasting. You, there, during the pandemic, you told me you had a great pandemic because this podcast, you sort of lucked into it or decided to create one. You found a niche and now the niche is filled and it's taken off. Tell us what was missing, what was the hole and how you filled it. Um, 
great question. I love anything involved involving filling a hole. Um, that is what the podcast <laughs> is about. Um, Hello. <laughs> um, well, basically, I you know I've been at this a little while, not as long as you, Wendy, and I and I just felt frustrated. Um, kind of about where I was in my career relative to what I thought my talents were, as, as any comedian does. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. And the one thing that I hadn't tried was a podcast. And I had just gotten out of a pretty bad relationship. And, you know, I was sort of dating around. And I thought, there are so many podcasts about women in particular dating around. And there's a couple for men, too, but they're all straight. And I thought, for all the questions that I get about how lesbians have sex, how does this not exist in a format that both, you know, queer people can listen to this and, and identify with this, but also straight people can stop asking me this, quest this question, this very invasive question about my sex life, and just, like, get, you know, my podcast is not educational. It's a comedy <laughs> podcast. Right. But people learn. Like, right. it, it, it's this magical thing of putting care vegetables in your brownie batter it's like uh, you know like people they're they're Lenny it, honestly I think that if you listen to it you might soften on the thing you're, you're kind of the ideal straight person that I made this for where it's like you love you you love me like right. you you have me on your podcast I'm sure that you would have anyone on any queer person on of your podcast course. And, and it's just like we have such culture war going on that no one can hear each other. We're having gay sex is a place where we make fun of the fact that we're snowflakes. And we also make fun of the culture wars. It's like both can exist at the same time. You learn a little bit. You laugh. Every, we, everyone basically tells a gay sex story. And we have straight people on. And I say, hey, did you have gay sex this week? And they'll either tell me about a time that they, like, experimented or – weird porn that they watch or <laughs> you know that they've thought about it or whatever or like they're dating a dude that likes a finger in his butt whatever it might be we kind of find common ground because it is because it is a spectrum and and that's the fun of the podcast um can you a, please have lenny on the podcast <laughs> i'll i'll make sure that happens if you need to. it's a great title for sure <laughs> we're having gay sex i mean that's one of those like if you read it, it's like it's very specific uh, oh i need to see what's going on in that podcast yeah, yeah, or that's not for me a, right right and it's i very don't specific. if it's if someone finds it finds the name alone a turn off yeah you're not gonna like the podcast no i think it's but, genius i think one point my point is that's a genius name for a podcast which we made up four corners right yeah but, yeah okay stupid the next one we got to do neil is just boobs <laughs> beer 100 percent. you know sex you know just yeah. all the words that you i mean that's your were, show i mean that you're really your podcast is kind of your show too probably yeah it's right that's what we're probably yeah they, it's a genius thing pace so, pace magazine my usual i'm just trying to audition for the show now oh. can you just think about it for your tv please show? have neil on you know he's the game well, maker so wait, how do you I, not well, want how that how does this start wait, like, wait wait let me say oh, this okay. pace magazine's best comedy podcast of 2020 I mean, getting a magazine about glue that thinks you're great is amazing. Thank right, you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I only applied to adhesive. I contacted 3M and I said, please, please. Uh, <laughs> represent my podcast. Put it on all your post-its. Now, wait. Let's go Pace back to the magazine for people listening. <laughs> Let me just yeah, yeah. create for the idiots. You yeah. know, like it's a very gay magazine. So. 
it's, it's, it's congratulations a, it's, like it's big time paste is a big time magazine yeah yeah it's like um an alternative kind of culture magazine of course yeah and I, I mean everybody knows paste magazine wait so go back to the first podcast when you're breaking it how does it how long does it take you to find the podcast voice like, does it just happen right you know, out of the gates? It's cool. We're having gay sex this morning. She could just open. No, but it's I hard had... to, to let let it rip. I, like you just. I do think that I had some beginners luck because I and I'm about to toot my own horn. Yeah. But I had no idea what a good job I was doing with the creation <laughs> of the podcast. That's great. Toot your own horn. That's I, great. I I knew that I'm older and I was getting back into the dating world and everyone was younger than me. I'd never dated a non-binary person. I had never, you know, known how to like interact. Like, so I thought to myself, okay, in radio format, there's often, I stole a lot from radio format. There's often like an elder on, on all these morning shows. They're, they're wise, but they're also a little mean, but they mean it in this very parental way. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's me because I'm the old gay. Yeah. I'm I'm so old I don't even know how to be gay anymore. And that's why I think my character is so great for straight people. Straight people are like, what the fuck is going on? They them, I hate it. Everyone's gay now. <laughs> what is can? Yeah. And I am very, you know, I I don't agree with everything that you said, but I'm very <laughs> empathetic that the world is changing so quickly yeah. that it's hard. I'm I'm a lesbian. I can't fucking keep up. So I was like, I need someone to balance me out who is just so wildly crazy Gen Z queer yeah. that. It, 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 they're, the, and I call them the youth in the sound booth. They keep me from getting canceled. So I basically casted my youngest, kind of queerest, most punk rock alternative friend, the kind of person that, that I'm sure 72 year old people in like Ohio were like, is this a real person? <laughs> like, was, you, you know, they have an anarchist boyfriend. They, they're, you know, they're not binary. <laughs> they have sex with literally every every living type of human on, on earth. They have like no restrictions. Wow. And so they balance me out on the podcast. And who uh, is it? Tell us. My friend Gara. My friend Gara. Yeah. Although um, it's we, it was a rotating position. So it, because the idea is that this person's always young. So unfortunately, one day I will probably be recasting uh, the role. But um, <laughs> you know, so. Uh, Gara's wonderful, Gara Lonning, if you want to look them up. Um, but that's basically <laughs> the the idea um, of the pod. And then we bring in guests to just, and it just kind of, there's no real format. We just kind of each tell a sex story or a dating or a relationship or a coming out story. Uh, and we riff on as friends. Um, it's, it's, if you're do straight, you, you, do you get sorry, guests? No problem. Do you get guests? Yeah. And who, like, every, every week there's a guest. Yeah. And so we've had some pretty big. We had Kevin McHale from Glee. Oh, okay. Um, who knew that? that who knew that that kid wasn't in a wheelchair? <laughs> <laughs> I had he, no idea he could walk. I'm like, he's so talented. Yeah. What's he doing now? Um, he's working question. on a bunch of a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah. He he. You know. He still. We talked about what it's like to come out and then keep going as an actor you know you after you come out you only go in for gay roles but straight people get to go in for gay roles we talked about that a little bit yeah what do you think about that by the way i think it's i think if gay people are gonna be if you if it's hard to track but you should have gay people should be 100 percent allowed to audition 
for straight roles and as e- as equally as straight people are auditioning for gay roles. There you go. Because I think sexuality is fluid. So who am I to say this straight person isn't a little bit gay? Right. Okay. That's but good. but if, if, if we do we do get left out of other auditions, um, especially when you're like big and gay. And so for that reason, I think it's. Real, it, it is imbalanced, and we need to find a way to fix it. Let me ask you a couple of podcasting questions. Number one, do you think, now that you're a podcasting expert, do you think the guests help the show, or people just want to hear you talk, answer questions, or whatever? Does The do- guests, I think, bring in a perspective. They bring in new perspective, which I think helps the show. All right, give us some marketing secrets. What can we do? Give us one thing all podcasters can do to help their marketing, other than a great name. That's for sure. I mean, God. Because you told me it's a full-time job. This is a full-time job. Yeah. I mean, on the marketing side, I cut really good clips. But the thing is that you're only as funny as as the pod. Um, So the clips are only as funny as your pod. I think being super authentic. I think not being afraid to say, I hate when my I don't have a ass wax. I need an ass wax. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that one was the first thing that came into my head. But like, if you're gonna do who a podcast, doesn't? Who does? All right, go ahead. Sorry. If you're gonna do a podcast about mental health, you better be ready to be like. Last week I struggled, and I here I am on the other side of it. If you're gonna do one about sex, you have to be ready to be totally open. People respond to the authenticity. And yep. and that's my number one tip for any podcaster. There you go. That's a good that, one. That's trouble for us. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the best guest you guys have had or the biggest guest or the most important uh, for your show? Did you have Judy Gold? Come on. I haven't had Judy Gold. She would be great. I've emailed her before. I should email her again. Tell her I said next time you email I love... Uh... Mm-hmm. How's Dead Air do for your podcast? Um... Great. <laughs> Sorry. I, uh, we had Francesca, we had Francesca Farago who was on, um, you know, no, I got it. I, Demi Burnett, who was on The Bachelor and oh. came out as bisexual. Um, and on her season, the, this Bachelor actually recently came out as gay. So that was, was super interesting. She really was our first guest w- who was like very, very mainstream. Mm. Uh, and for me to get middle America, people who watch The Bachelor, to come and listen to Demi on the show, that was huge. That was really big. And our numbers popped off quite a bit after that. Wow. Okay, two questions for you real quick. Is is there a level of time that's correct? Like, is everybody, the standard for whatever you deliver is usually one hour. But Rogan, like a Joe Rogan, does two hours. How long do you guys do? And is there a saturation point for a I do. I do 55 minutes to an hour and five. People like it on their commute, and commutes are anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes, so I think people listen to it over over those commutes or while they're at work. So people, I get, I do what you do. You, you, you know, we're doing this in 15-minute chunks. We mm-hmm. do three 15-minute chunks, and up front we do 10 to 15 of just chatting. So there you go. I think I think an hour makes sense. Many experts will tell you 20 minutes to 30 minutes because of the commute and people getting bored. But that's if the podcast is bad. Right. Like like <laughs> if you can fill the hour, if you can make an hour special, do the hour special. But uh-huh. if you don't have the material, keep it short. You should just be as long as you are funny. That's what I think. All right. And the last thing was I worked with this guy. Maybe you can remember this guy, Remy. Do you know this guy, Remy, who works at Stand Up New York? 
He was the host of um, Stand Up New York. I've, he's the gayest guy I've seen on stage I in a long time. I think I know time. Remy. Full flower outfit. Very funny. Um, anyway, if you need a guest, that guy, go, go find that guy. I thought he was very funny as a host. He's probably got some stories to tell. Um, All right. There you go. Uh, see, I'm, I'm, I'm marketing other people's podcasts. You guys are coming together. It's <laughs> We're beautiful. coming together. It is beautiful. Maybe an offshoot podcast here is what I'm thinking. And you can have they, them, Remy on your show. All right, here we go. Next one. All right, so the fourth corner we do, we do a little quiz. I'm going to put Neil in the soundproof booth. Uh-huh. And we have to. I make sure he gets in there because he I'm cheats. So, I'm so competitive. I'm very excited for this. This is good. All right, he's in the back. All right. Um, this is called Gay or Not Gay. Now, this is a tough one. Neil will bitch about it. You probably will too. But I'm going to give you a celebrity. You tell me if they're gay. Right? Oh now, God, of course, there are people who you'll claim that everybody's a little gay or whatever. How do you know? They say, you know. But I'm going to give you famous person or from a TV show and you tell me gay or not gay. Okay? Got it. And okay. this is like out. I guess they would have to qualify as being out. You know what I mean? It's they, not like rumor. Yeah. They've come out. Okay. All right. Let's go. This should be very easy. 15 questions. This should be very, you should murder Neil or, or it should okay. be close to be honest with you. Okay. Here we go. Ellen Page. Um, now that Ellen is Elliot's, I actually don't know <laughs> how they identify sexually, but <laughs> yes, before transition, gay. Yes. Okay. Maria Bello. Maria who? Maria Bello. She's in like, she's an actor. She she was on ER. She was on. Oh, dude. Oh, boy. You're not going to know these I don't know. Actors. I'm going to say gay just because if they've worked on ER, they've got to have some sort of authoritative <laughs> energy. So I'm going to say gay. Yes. <laughs> Great. Robin Roberts from ESPN or Good Morning America. Oh my god, I don't know any of these people. Oh my lord. Robin Roberts ESPN like a ESPN feels like a really straight place. So I'm going to go with straight. <laughs> no, she's gay. Ah. Okay. Bob Harper, he's the guy in The Biggest Loser. He's one of the personal trainers on The Biggest Loser. I don't know any of these people. Oh my lord. So you don't Let's know go pop with culture. Gay. Let's go with gay. Yes, gay. Are yeah. they all gay? What? Uh, <laughs> we'll get there. James Corden. You know who that is? You're hopefully. Oh, yeah. He's he's straight, but he plays gay on TV. There you go. Jim Neighbors. He was Gomer Pyle. Well, golly. You ever hear of Gomer Pyle? Yeah. Ah, man, I suck at this gay. Yep. Um, He played Spock on Star- the new Star Trek, Zachary Quinto. Oh, he's gay. Yeah. Meredith Baxter Bernie. She was the mom on Family Ties back in the day. Oh, I feel like if you're bringing her up because this is so dated, I'm going to go with gay. Gay is right. Oh, boy, you're reading me like Neil likes to read me. So we'll see. So it should be easy. <laughs> Cynthia Nixon. She ran. She was on. Gay, sex- gay, gay, okay, gay, 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 okay. gay. <laughs> <laughs> she got seven votes right there. Michael Stipe from R.E.M. Are you familiar with oh. R.E.M.? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. I didn't know that anyone in there was gay. But I guess he's gay. He is gay. Very good. <laughs> Charlize Theron. You familiar oh, with her? Straight. She is straight. Correct. Apple. People C- think she's gay. No. Because uh, she played that serial killer. Yeah. Okay. Apple CEO Tim Cook. Gay, which I've learned very recently. Crazy. Yeah. Yes. And Neil loves Apple, so I'm gonna stick it to him with that one. Uh, Mary Trump. 
the uh, woman who, uh, the niece who wrote uh, Too Much yes. and Never Enough. Oh. Ha. Huh. I guess, I, I mean, if she's in this pile, she's got to be gay. gay. She's like a wild card. Yes. Yeah. Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, that dude. There's no way that dude wasn't having crazy, weird Renaissance <laughs> era sex. So I'm going to go with gay. Gay is right. And Ralph Lauren, the, the clothing gay. designer. No, straight. There's the one. What? Yes. Yep. Wife well, for, since 1965 and kids. Yeah. He never, he's not out. Wow. All right. Okay. Not bad. 13 out of 15. Let's see how Neil does. It's going to be close. Neil! This should be interesting. Who knows? Neil's going to do the same thing you did and try and read it. But I'm going to just try and keep a straight face. Remember, he never wins. So here he comes. All right, Neil. It's just so far to get from the east wing to the west wing. Shut up. <laughs> You'd think the place is here. Okay. This is called gay or not gay, Neil. All right, let's do it. I'm going to give you a celebrity. You tell me if they're what gay do or I have not to, gay. What do I have to do to win? You, she went 13 for 15. Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. So you can't miss more than two. All right. Ellen Page. Well, Juno. I think she just had a transition, so I'm not sure. what I would say gay, definitely, yes. but not sure where that, what that's in that. Well, if she's transitioned, I'm going to. Yeah. Does that count? I mean, are we thinking correctly there? Uh, he, he would be, I would say he, that he identifies as, as, he. as queer. Queer. Okay. There you go. So are they a they or a he? I'm lost. He. No, he. He. Okay. Elliot goes by he, yeah. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> um, I let, so I meet, let's say I'm at a cocktail party and I meet Elliot Page. I loved you and Juno. I can still say that. How Obviously, do I not stick yeah, my yeah, foot course, directly uh, in course. my mouth? Of course you could say that. I wouldn't lead with that. I think it's a little... <laughs> I would lead with congratulations. Oh, you're doing that's so nice, much. That's nice, subtle advice. <laughs> I think you're yeah. so... Cr I, I would not go straight into the movie where he played well, a pregnant about, Wait, what's, there's a one... <laughs> <laughs> That's the best advice I've ever heard. I wouldn't lead with that. That's oh, so funny. My whole week. How about... <laughs> what's, the, what's the show I watch? Uh, oh, she... They are in another one. He's in another one. Oh. There you go. You nailed it. The yeah, Umbrella, Academy. Umbrella Academy. The umbrella. Yeah. How are they going to do this? It was a girl in I the Umbrella Academy. Just write I it think, in. I think, they'll, I think the producers will probably just have him come out as trans on the show. I yeah, think that's the easiest way to handle it. Write it in. Oh, God. Let, like, yeah. They must be thrilled. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Maria Bello. Maria Bello. Maria Bello. Yeah. Uh, straight. She's gay. She can't be gay. Sorry, Neil. Wait, I gotta hit. I'm the already a one for one. Yeah, you got trouble. You better, you better string them together. Okay. Robin Roberts, ESPN, and Good Morning America. Oh, uh, that's mm, uh, gay. Gay. Correct. Nice. Bob Harper. He's the personal trainer from The Biggest Loser. Straight. No, gay. Shoot. Sorry. I just figured you'd throw one straight one in. That's James, what I guess. James Corden. Straight? Straight. Okay. There you go. There's your straight one. Jim Neighbors, Gomer Pyle. I would well, say with the, put a maybe at the end of the straight. <laughs> <laughs> well, golly. Gomer's gay. Gomer's gay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he got married secretly 20 years before his death. Yeah, he's old old, old school Hollywood. Yeah. Good job, Neil. Oh, you're tied. You can't miss any more, by the way. I got this. Okay. Zachary Quinto, Spock on Star Trek. 
Yeah. Gay. Gay. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. I like that answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was remembering the stories I know, I've read about him, and I'm like, got it. Meredith Baxter. Remember the mom on Family gay. Ties? She's gay now. Yeah, it used to be Meredith Baxter. Baxter Bernie. Bernie. Okay. Yeah. She's, not Mer- She's just Meredith Baxter. Now. Okay. Apparently. I remember that. I remember She's that gay. story. That's a late gay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is there such a thing? Like the latent. That's like a... I don't know. Uh, is there is there a Bruce is Jenner there a move. term for you mean turning yeah, I mean, like being gay she's late like, in life? She came out in like her sixties. Yeah, I guess. I don't That's know. crazy. That's amazing. That is amazing. Cynthia Nixon. Gay. Gay. Good job. Michael Stipe, REM, the lead singer. Boy, that's a tough one. I was my I would say I'm gonna go straight. No, he's gay. Shit. He's a, he was gay. He's no, one of the original I, I, I gays. I was going to say non-binary, but that wouldn't have been correct either. I don't. You know what's funny about non-binary, just the term non-binary? I have to say, like, binary is a very mathematical term, MIT person. And <laughs> people are moronic. If you think people will be able to figure out non-binary, like a zero or a one. It's too hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. They can't figure out, like, it's like my joke. They can't figure out how to parallel park. You think they're going to figure out non-binary? <laughs> just, yeah, you I see people, some of these people in ATM machines? Yeah. People are very dumb. People are very stupid. Non-binary. It is putting a lot on the, I ain't on, learning math. on the Republicans. Yeah. What about just like non-B? And that's easier just to take in. Ain't boy or girl. <laughs> I try that first. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, num- Maybe we'll 11. just have to separate like these states. Like just. We need, we need to hold we need two countries that, yeah, that, yeah. that'll solve sure. most of these problems <laughs> I think she might be right it's just how to divide it if you could draw a line down the middle it would be in good shape but then it's like ugh, yeah God. yeah alright Charlize Theron straight straight there you go Apple CEO Tim Cook gay correct damn it I can't believe right I'm there. Gonna you're gonna lose Mary Trump Ooh, I just saw her last night too much and never yeah. enough you gay Gay. I didn't know that myself. Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, Leonardo. I'd say gay. Gay. There you go. And Ralph Lauren. Straight. He is straight. <laughs> nice job, Neil. I but you grew know up wearing Ralph Lauren. <laughs> Polos, I would say. <laughs> that was good, but Ashley still beat you. So our winner is... I mean, I did get called gay for wearing the polos. Oh, today. Neil, sorry. I know. Congratulations. You deserve the wins. We played clapping noises. You deserved it. That was good stuff. All right. The way we end this podcast every week. Congratulations on being Neil, by the way. I don't know if you take that as a huge win in your career. (laughs) I do. That's all I've ever wanted. Well, you're competitive and you beat them. To just be, uh, beat anyone, honest. To beat anyone just makes my day better. I just love winning. If you, be, if you beat a binary one <laughs> at a gay quiz, is that? Oh uh, man, are the men one and the women zero because a one looks like a penis and a zero looks like a vagina? You know what, Lenny? That's actually what it is. That's that's, that's why that's why they came up with any genders and sexuality studies one one they say one penis zero vagina incredible and that's 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 basically the whole course hmm. so why can't we just call if you if you're non-binary we'll call you a 10 i mean that that is there are <laughs> i don't want to say i just coined the phrase that will clear up they them right but what don't we just call it? they're a 10 just and then they even problem. look pretty or whatever you're Do you 10. have an MIT yeah, lab? It's a positive connotation. Yeah. There you- are, I mean, like with non binary people, there are people who feel 
ah, too much, too too much, too soon. Have me back. All Just right, all back. right, all right. Do you have a we've MIT? We've done a lot. I've, I, we've done a lot for the queer community today. Do you have an one, MIT one lab? One step at a time. Yeah. Do you have one an, M- do you have an MIT lab that you can maybe place Lenny just for a year? <laughs> Just to figure this stuff out. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Good. One good thing or one bad thing of the week. Neil, start. Oh, this is tough. I, I guess I, it's hard for me to even say this because it's a bad thing. Is it? I, I'm embarrassed about myself. Mm-hmm. I fell for the whole the, oh, no. the, the boxing thing oh, with Logan the, Paul. Paul. How did I get sucked into Logan Paul, a YouTube star? I'm, I'm fine because, myself. Because like everybody You're the else. one who sent me the stupid link. And next thing I know, I'm, I'm watching you eight rounds me, of boxing. You asked me, are you watching the fight? I, I looked it I up. I got you the link. I'm not watching that garbage. I know. I can't believe it. It was a real down moment for me. But you know why, Neil? Because everybody thinks they can just walk out on a field and play. Or that you're going to come yeah. out of the stands in Something your jersey. About and kick me. a 50 yard field goal, you know, or whatever it is, you know, you just walk. Yeah. Hey, Knicks need one. Get in there, Neil. Yeah, I mean, a Logan no. Paul is pulling. He's he's having the life, dream yeah. life, and he's in, in this somehow kind of conned a professional boxer into a fight. But I don't know who he is. Though. Where did he? He just, just I don't an know. Internet who guy. He's a YouTube star. A YouTube but what does that mean? I didn't. He's a good never, looking guy who trash talks. That's all. But he didn't do comedy. No. No. Okay. He no. just did. He's he just, just did like dance videos or I, not no. dance videos. Okay. I don't know who this guy is. Right. So that's my bad thing. I got sucked into that whole world. And now you watch. Did you buy the fight? No, you, well, you didn't me the buy the link. fight. No, the, yeah. I wasn't going to buy the fight. <clears throat> I didn't stoop that low. All right. So that's the that's when you need help. <laughs> when you pay $50 to watch a 44 year old Xbox or neither of you watch this fight. No, no, no. I saw the highlights of it. Okay. They showed a little bit. It's right. so stupid. Okay. Um, Ashley, one good thing or one bad thing of the week. Uh, a, I'm actually having a super tough week. I'm like going through a breakup. So that's like my bad thing. Oh. But Sorry about my, that. No, it's okay. It happens. My good thing is that with a 10, no, not not with a with a female identifying uh, bisexual uh, bisexual. Um, I'm I'm um, I think that's my bad thing. And my good thing is that I'm not in my twenties anymore. Uh, I I think like during my twenties I just like was I'm just so much more emotionally stable in my life right now that like when a breakup would just like rock me to my right. core and disrupt like my life. And now I feel like I'm at a point now where everything has fucked me up the ass. And so I'm just sort of like, oh, it's quite the I term. can handle this. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, it's just life gets easier. And um, I'm grateful It does. For that. And wait till you get to 50. You will really not give a shit <laughs> Not anymore. give a fuck. It's they, them, the, the, uh, well, who knows what it's going to be when you get there. But it's, I can't wait for that light bulb moment. And it may not be about the gay life community. It could be something else. When you're it could older. be like, you can't call tables, tables. You know what I mean? Like I, it, I think when, when I'm 50, we're going to be talking about robot rights and whether or not. <laughs> yeah. That, Ashley, uh, my, my robot dad, won't clean my diaper. My dad's got to hang on 30 <laughs> more years yeah 20 more years 20 more exactly hilarious okay my good my good thing or bad thing of the week neil you see this bag next to me okay so ashley real quick i did the mtv movie and television awards so did neil they decided they were going to send me a gift bag now i don't know if this is the gift bag they give to the people really acting on the show it's probably yeah yeah yeah. they must have had one i didn't know this story you've been saving it well there's a couple yeah no this just came today literally an hour ago all right and so look at this. Sh- Maybe Ralph all, R- Ralph Macchio didn't take his. Yeah, Ralph. Bat. <laughs> the so, Cobra Kai guy. First of all, this is how they. This is how it came. Okay. 
That's not good. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that travel, is, maybe the Cobra Kai guys did send travel this hair dryer. The box is like mangled. Okay, I've always what wanted one of these star things. Yep, star bag. Okay. Get this one. This you can have this, Neil. It's called the. They put a. I'm not even joking. Theracane, um, deep pressure massager. It looks like an actual cane that you'd walk down the street with. They're like, it'll pack in your luggage. No, this will not. Okay, that's I've never it, even this seen looks it. Like, there, there this looks like it could be a sex toy. Okay, yeah, it yes. definitely. Okay, I don't know about that. Then there's a travel toothbrush. Okay, okay, which Gina called dibs on. Just letting you know. Then there's uh, <laughs> this. There's a chocolates called bur- burrow chocolates. They look like wow. bath bombs that you put in your. It's like little. They look like super balls. So this is how the other like part of the world lives like this is what I they guess this, this is, is what, what they're they getting enjoy. like like these. do you know that every celebrity who got this turned to their assistant and said just take it yeah and gave it that <laughs> yeah just take it there's a one of these little all thermoses the gifts, all the gifts look thermos, like they've been open stainless steel bottle yeah well gina's opened them oh okay but no they came some of them came open okay. i don't even know how to explain this then there's this uh b-flat uh firming belly cream Okay, I would go for that. Would you? I mean, if you can lose weight on the belly, I don't without working out. I, I guess beef flat belly cream. Then we got those are bullshit. I've tried them. Oh, it you, doesn't they work. don't work. Yeah. Like, Anything that says it's gonna fur, it does not. Nah. It doesn't do it. Original. Nah. Guess what? You'll be naked in one minute. Original coffee scrub exfoliator for smooth glowing skin. That's nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you were here. That's the first one. You should have come wanted. next. Next time, come. You never know what I'm gonna have, Ashley. And we would have given you <laughs> half this stuff. Because what am I gonna do with exfoliated cream? I'm not using. That I mean, firming belly cream. It sounds so good. Like it sounds. It does. Perfect. Uh, there are ones for your butt too. They just they don't work. <laughs> do they work for like 30 minutes? Like. Like at least you can have like a moment in the mirror. If no? anything would shrink anything, I'd put it on my nose. <laughs> I mean, come on. Hilarious. This is Hilarosis MTV Movie Award. This is the oh. only thing with any branding on it. It's okay. weird. Like this just, it's a this candle. This is nice. You think candle. this is a shitload of stuff. You like this crap? The bag's probably, I mean, that it's in is probably the nice. The bag thing. is from L.L. Right. Bean, right. which I need another. Gina collects these like fucking bag. bags like a hole yeah. in it. I don't need another tote bag for God's sake. This is for you. Okay. It's called Dip Trip. I don't know. It's a. It's like a. I don't even know what to call this. Okay. I think you put sauces in this. It's like a little sausage caddy. Okay. So if you're barbecuing, you can put your sauces oh, in I that. I get it. Like a. Okay. Oh, I get it. Like you and squeeze then, it out. Look at this one. Brightening vitamin C mask. Oh, I would take yeah. that one. Apparently, they thought they were sending this to an actor. This is like stuff that would be in your hotel in a trendy hotel. Yeah, that I would leave like there. Guess, I don't care how much yeah, I'm yeah. paying. A keychain for Sonic. Craving Oasis. I don't know. This looks like a room key. Wow. Okay. Okay. You want a room key? I don't even know what that is. Then there's a bunch of like little gift things. And this is the one I'm going to use, Neil. I have this one thing. It's for these slippers. <laughs> I'm getting the slippers. Oh, they gave you like a disc, a card for it? Yeah. You can order these. Rip, stop, nylon, upper, memory foam, cushion, insole, and hard rubber sneaker outside. Think of them as sleeping bags for your feet. Okay. That's about Ashley the best claim, I can do. Ashley claimed the... Uh, that, I'm putting it in the mail for her because I'm going to send you her... You got the coffee, the scrub, right? I'm going to send you some scrubs in with your care package, Ashley. 
And um, and then this one's called. She's like, no thanks. No thanks. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I love, I love like face stuff. To me, I don't like go and buy these products for myself. Yep. But getting them to like use for a little while, like from a gift bag, that's ideal for me. I love that. Show. Oh man, well you've come to the right show, Ashley. Because we have all this stuff for you today. It's great. Now here's the other one, Neil. Wow. Real quick, this, this is, is the one, Neil. Spectacular. So Ashley, if you they put commercials in the podcast now, the our podcasting company the laugh button and once in a while they ask us to do live reach we didn't have to do one today but neil and i did one and it ran for a month of may and it's from the yeah. uh it's from like a grooming men's grooming company yeah yeah man's manscapes yeah you've heard yeah. of it right yeah and we were literally doing really to do one as well and i i basically told them i don't think that this is a good fit <laughs> <laughs> well don't they have woman products you would think they would the, the, they were like well, we want gifts for Father's Day. Actually, I need to email them. Um, yeah, maybe you I should never do. Got oh my God, they sent me a whole box of this stuff. Will you please email them back? Just do a couple. Get get the box that they send you of this stuff, and then I'll have one because I'm going to give all these to Neil because it looks like Neil needs this product. You'll love this, Ashley. The lawnmower 4.0, designed for very grind masculine. grooming. Very <laughs> masculine. Very very binary. The they should be the they mower. No, this, the they mower. Hey, there you on. go. Tell them you're the Make they some mower. real money. And then this one's called the weed whacker. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is electric nose and ear trimmer. <laughs> Ashley, are you gonna put these on your show? Yeah. And then this one's called. Wait, this is what your I. This is what you said you were gonna wear. Oh this my manscapes. god. Manscapes. Yeah. And underneath on their t-shirts says Manscapes. Your balls will thank you. Yeah, that's their. That's, that's your go-to. That's for you. That's for you. Thank and then you so this much. one, I think, is the back groomer, the groominator. You know what I mean? I didn't even open it, but I think this is the big one. So we'll, we'll decide which ones you're okay. getting, which ones I'm All getting. Right. Okay. I don't know if you want the lawn Thanks mower, the weed whacker, or the back hair I one. I think I'll go with the lawn, the, the lawn one. To go with the lawn mower? Yeah. Your lawn needs mowing? I guess. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Manscaped, All right. for, for sending those so in. Thank you so much, Manscaped. They're amazing products, by Yeah. Very life changing. It's perfect that I reviewed this yeah, with yeah. Ashley yeah. on the podcast. Yes, I think. Thank you, know. you so much for having me, this Ashley. Was so much fun. Thank you so much for doing this. You know, yeah, I'm joking. Was I have no you, care if people are gay. By just live your lives, people. Like that is not my thing. Anybody who's like against people <laughs> living their got, lives, she's got to apologize to her fans again. What? Live your life. I might squint at you. I'm going I might to squint. Vomit in your presence. I'm gonna. Just I'm not gonna vomit your in your life. presence. I'm gonna squint if I have to say they them. Yeah. I'm gonna squint with my English after. Please come back and help All again, Ashley. All people are equal, but I'm gonna be on. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yes, that's basically the. <laughs> that's the message. Can you please have Lenny on your show and just take it to him? <laughs> I I do listen. People are learning, and I'm I'm. Uh, Lenny's I'm not one of those people. Okay, I'm bridging the gap. They be learning. That's you know. I, yeah. That's amazing. It's they, been so. Can I say I? <laughs> or they, they be actually there. you can't you can't say I because you're a white man and uh, unfortunately <laughs> I we just have, have no room for you anymore <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's true. we'll end with that yeah, there is one place we will always be welcome that's Alabama <laughs> <laughs> we're living in the other country we're moving to the other country Lenny it's be learning. so funny oh, I'm, my the, God. I'm the unwoke one on my podcast and then when I do everyone yeah, else's yeah. podcast I'm like oh yeah I gotta I gotta woke up for this what do you see <laughs> <laughs> what do you think you see these two idiots? All right. Ashley, thank you so much for Thanks, doing Ashley. this. We had a blast. Thank you for having me. All great. right. We'll see you again in June next year. <laughs> <laughs>
Corners podcast was created, hosted, produced, and engineered by me, Lenny Marcus. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast.